Whether you are a mother, daughter, sister, or lover, you, me, and we have courage within us to speak up and live without fear. Welcome to Brave Avenue Unscripted. I'm Candy. I'm Ella. And I'm Jennifer. Ella, you sound like you've got something going on over there. <laughs> like you got some questions. <laughs> I do not. So let's, I mean, I can. I let's do have some. That conversation. Yeah, I mean, like with you being a therapist, how is that? How are you handling that? Are you getting lots of questions or you know clients that are concerned about what's going on in the world and how to handle it I would say I definitely am it seems like for a lot of people it's the issues that were already there that have just been kind of magnified yeah that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. because we've been dealing with a lot of this stuff for a long time now right but having the pandemic and all of it kind of more in like the racism and voting, all that stuff coming up. It's all been kind of more concentrated into mm-hmm. like this now six or seven month time span where maybe before it was a little here, a little there, but we had so much other things going on that right. we just kept going. And so, yeah, now people are experiencing it in this concentrated form it's a lot harder to handle and manage when maybe what your coping skills were before was to just work or push through it or whatever that may be. And it's almost to that point where it's like, you can't really ignore it. And so right. we still try with the numbing things that we had talked about earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Goodness. I am definitely thankful for my therapist. We meet every Friday. <laughs> And actually, actually um, reached out to her because I was concerned about like postpartum depression after having Zion, but that didn't happen. So we've just been talking about like what's been going on and, um, and then just other personal things in my life that I want to like process through. Um, but just even talking with her over the last, what, five months, I've seen just how fear has impacted my life for so much of my life, um, you know, even just outside of the pandemic and the racial tension, just how I've operated in fear for so long. And I've been like stagnant or like paralyzed to make decisions. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Like it's, it has paralyzed my ability to make decisions or to trust Mm -hmm. my ability to make good decisions. Um, (laughs) yeah, so, I mean, gosh, just the way fear expresses itself is, it's just interesting even to process through that. Like, what do I, what am I doing when I'm afraid? How does my body feel when I'm, when I'm acting in fear? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm working through all of that. Yeah, I'd say one thing that I, kind of made the connection with my supervisor recently because Mm -hmm. we have very much bodily responses with fear and some of that is because of experiences that maybe have told us that maybe it was trauma Mm -hmm. or learned experience of oh this feeling 
means something bad is going to happen or something bad did happen in the past. And that's why, I, why I'm feeling this way because I'm not wanting that same thing to happen. Right. And so our minds can go to that kind of negative aspect. But the more that we can create positive feelings and positive meaning, meanings, positive experiences that can build up those positive circuits in our brain. Mm-hmm. And so I think even the example that you shared earlier, Jennifer, of you did the walk with social distance with some other people mm-hmm. and that kind of built up a positive experience in your brain where walking wasn't associated with danger mm-hmm. or was started to be more distance of so walking could be safe again. Yeah. And and the more that we can build up those positive experiences to give our brains that kind of evidence of this can go positively, it has gone positively in the past. Right. We're not doomed by doing this thing, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. And a lot of it's maybe not, not even that perceived danger physically, but even that perceived danger emotionally, mm. which is more of what we are encountering. I mean, right now, when with the pandemic and stuff, I, I mean, I guess it's both actually now that I'm like, ah, it's, it's but mm-hmm. within relationships, friendships, family members, yeah. if we yeah. want to share honestly, there's that perceived like feeling of being attacked or mm-hmm. that you won't be taken yeah. seriously, whatever that may be, that fear of mm-hmm. something going wrong. Right. And so finding those safe spaces where things can go right, where we have trusted people that can help make it a a good experience of sharing can build up that Mm -hmm. evidence for ourselves to be able to do it again, to continue to be brave. That's so good. Yeah. That's really good. Rewiring your pathways in your brain. Yes. That's that's essentially what we're doing. Okay. Wow. Because like, that's honestly like what you just said, Candy, is what mm-hmm. I actually was telling people like in the initial months, you know what I'm saying? Like in the yeah. spring into the summer was like, it's as if, cause it's like, I can't do anything about all the stuff that's happening. Can't right. do anything about it, but I can reprocess how I respond. Like mm-hmm. that I, I wanted to get to a place where my initial reaction was <laughs> fear. Like, Oh, what's going right. to happen? What's going to what's going to happen right but instead it's more like so that because the stress of it man that's what makes you sick you know that's yes. what lowers your immune system it, you know right. so i'm like i can't be like this i already was like that to some degree mm-hmm. but this whole thing intensified it like crazy yes so Ugh. like i was like i get to a place where when i hear not so great things or i'm in a situation that makes me uncomfortable that my immediate response isn't completely tensing up going to the worst possible scenario and then all this stuff happening inside of me. But instead where, like you're saying, like the positive stuff add up so that my response is a little different. So like just new, new neural paths. I think they talk about like creating new neural paths, something like that in yeah. your brain so that yeah. you respond differently. Um, which I feel like that's been a heavy part of my process, essentially. Um, and how I respond to things. I've gotten much better. I mean, mm-hmm. I can see it. Yeah. Um, I even 
I mean, outside of the racial stuff, like even just the pandemic stuff, had a little scare this week where I was exposed to someone who was positive, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wasn't so scared about me getting sick as what how it would impact my life <laughs> and mm-hmm. other people's. That's where my main thing went right to. It was mm-hmm. like, so I was like, even just trying to spend the first couple of days as I was waiting to hear, like, chill out, relax. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. No matter what, it's going to be okay. So it's like trying to make room for myself to, to process it well. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. Makes a little sense. Hmm. I remember when you were talking about that, um, having, being exposed to, to people, um, another friend of mine said that she was exposed and she actually contracted um, COVID-19, but she was just sharing how um, even people responded to her with their own fear yes. um, regarding COVID-19 because she was positive um, and just how that negatively impacted her and like how she responded to people. Um, and so that made the experience more of a, a stressful time than just like, okay, I need to relax. I need to take care of my body. I need to rest. Um, she spent some time initially in that first like couple of days, just like um, being really sad and just upset by how people had treated her because they were afraid that, oh my goodness, you're exposed or you've got it. So, oh, I might get it now. Um, so even that yeah. like here can make us feel oh. Ugh, um, not the best. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, fear is a something, y'all, because that was like part of my battle. The first, that was part of my problem was <laughs> immediately telling people, hey, yeah. I'm around you. I was maskless in this short time frame before I even knew I was exposed to someone. Yeah. Even though it was a brief exposure, I was like, I want to be safe. That kind right. of thing. And people's reactions, man. Not everyone was the kind that I needed. I needed some, I feel like I needed some sympathy or empathy or something. I didn't know I needed it but until <laughs> you me. I didn't even ask me how I was doing. Just, okay, well, I'm going to get a test. Um, I like it if you wore a mask, if you come around or something. I'm like, I'm not coming around. That's the whole point of what I'm telling you. Like, I'm not coming around again. Yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I was like, can I get some sort of care? But I get it because I remember right. being told that I was in contact with someone who was directly exposed and they didn't know. And I got mad because I'm immediately thinking of the fact that I do caretaking and different things for my mom who's vulnerable. And right. I'm like, shoot, I was around her. I don't know. But at the same time, I had my mask on and was doing what I was supposed to do. But then that right. made me scared that, oh my gosh, what if I did something to her and I would never be able to forgive myself, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So it just, it takes you on this trip, man, of stuff that hasn't even happened. And then yes. you're not present enough to respond to people in the way you need to respond to them, the way they need you to respond. The way they need you to respond. Yes. It's about care and love and like patience and understanding. And I'm telling you, when it comes to like, was it you, Ella, talking about like self protection or I feel like one of y'all mentioned something about like self preservation or something like that. Mm -hmm. But but just we immediately like, oh, you know, uh, how's this gonna do? What's gonna do me? And and what's how's gonna affect my life? And instead of 
realizing that no matter what situation comes upon us, no matter what the situation is, no matter how bad it could be, we're going to get through it. We'll figure it out. People will help us, but we're going to get through it. And it's, it's like, this has been like a challenge of how can I be present for not only myself, but other people yes. in the way of that. It yeah. really does. I mean, there's yeah. healthy amounts of fear. You should definitely have to be cautious, wear yeah. a mask or stay socially distanced. Or if you're not feeling great, stay away from people. Like that's a healthy amount of fear. That's like, yeah. I'm talking about the kind that shuts you down and keeps you from actually connecting with people the way we need to connect with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's that paralyzing fear. Um, someone was telling me how they've been so afraid of. Candy, your microphone is a little. I don't. I don't know what's going on, but I can't really hear you too well. Can't hear me? No, I can hear you now. Yeah, it was a little better now. Okay, it was okay. covered up or something, but. Oh, okay. There, that's good. Okay, so cool. No, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Um, no, I was just saying how um, someone had called me a couple of weeks ago and they were sharing how um, because of what's been going on, they were so afraid to just even leave their house. <laughs> it was like, oh my goodness, that is intense. How yeah. you are afraid of something that hasn't even happened to the point where you can't leave your house. I'm like, oh, this is we got to work through something here because you can't live like that. I mean, right. Just cannot live like that. Even once this, this pandemic stuff is over. Like I hope that my hope is that during this time where people are mostly at home, that we are processing like, like what, what we've been talking about, like how fear affects us. How does it affect our body? How do we identify uh, what's happening with, with ourselves? Um, when we're faced with fear so that we can come out of this whole thing like stronger, more healthy, um, more present, which I think I love that you, that you keep saying that Jen, like being more present um, because how fear makes us hide, hide ourselves away from, from ourselves and, and from other people. And yeah, we do have to be present to care, um, to extend a hand. So no, that's, that's really good. Um, I like how you shared that example. From your own personal life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 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 but like, honestly, like fear is like a topic that I do like to talk about because I feel like it just has so it masquerades in so many ways, yes. like self, where you you're not even catching it. Like you don't. But the worst part is when I realize I responded in fear and mm. didn't show up properly for someone. That mm. my butt, like after I feel terrible. I feel terrible. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was responding out of my own insecurities. I was responding out of my own fear, and then I probably made them feel like trash. Like, no, mm. I mm. do that to me. Yeah. You know? I feel like, oh, I failed them. And I got fear. Come back around. Well, now they're going to be upset with you and they're not going to talk to you. And oh, you gosh. Can't... It's a cycle. <laughs> the booty cycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't think of it. <laughs> well, Jennifer, I want to apologize because I don't even know what my reaction was like when you told me. I feel like I was just kind of checked out. I was in my own like world of like work. 
at the yeah. time where I was like, I need to go to work right now. <laughs> you were. I mean, yeah. I moved on. I was like, okay, at least concerned, I guess. So. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> fearful. I didn't think of like in a bad way or whatever. Just, okay, well, I guess it's not a big deal. It's <laughs> just, oh, you guys are wearing masks now. Okay. She did. She came out because like, for those who don't know, I, I at times I will nanny <laughs> the wonderful funky daughter. And like I was in her home. <laughs> I was, I, was I, I got a text while I was out on a walk with her. And then I immediately put my mask on when I came back in the house. And so then when I told Teddy, who I saw before you, then he went ahead and put his on too. Just because I was like, hey, I'm just going to be cautious because I have no idea. I feel yeah. fine. But I have no idea. It was two wow. days after wow. the brief exposure. But mm. um, I just I hate the idea of, right. of possibly doing any kind that. of harm or unwillingness to anyone else. I hate the idea of being irresponsible. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 yeah, Ella, you were fine. I just thought, oh, well, she's not making a big deal of it. Am I making a big deal of it? <laughs> but then other people's reactions were you know a couple of people's reactions were strong mm. and then yeah but but some weren't so mm. yeah I mean I, I I guess I didn't have that fear response but I just I don't I don't know how much of a response I had I was just kind of like okay well I gotta go to work so <laughs> <laughs> she's like and this is just another day let's keep it moving All right. right yeah I was like oh <laughs> Like, well, yes. <laughs> oh man, Jennifer, how was my response? I didn't even think about that. Um, I told you over text, right? So, right? Yeah. No, I yeah, you texted me, and then I think I called you. Ah, uh, like, you, you did. I texted you to let you know that I had gotten a test, and like I was waiting for the results and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. And I actually prayed for me because I was feeling crummy. I was feeling crummy in terms internally feeling crummy, not sick crummy. But then I was paranoid too about anything I was feeling because I have sinus allergy stuff. So yeah. I, oh, oh, I've been paranoid this whole time. So fear already always got me just up like, oh, do I have it? Am I passing it on? Do I have it? You know, oh gosh. So yeah. your response was was what I needed. You you pretty much were very level headed with me. You you were like, hey, rest. Hey, take care of yourself. Hey. So then I calmed down because I was like, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Should I be working on this? Should I be working on that? And it actually calmed me down because I was like, she's right. I need to rest. Mm -hmm. Even if it turns out I'm not, right? Right. Yeah. So flu there could I could have got some sort of strain of something else I don't know so right. the, it's gonna get me if I if I let the stress take over my body and so I just focused on just what I've been doing to keep my immune system strong is you know going for brief walks or something like that and trying mm -hmm. to eat right and keep up on my fluids and taking my vitamins and just doing what I'm supposed to do and mm -hmm. I just got quiet and just chilled. So, I mean, I appreciate your response. I would say it wasn't like, oh, Jennifer, I'm so sorry. It wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, okay, whoa, you know, well, hey, rest. <laughs> rest, take care of yourself. 
you know, praying for you and this, you know, yeah, it just happens so fast. Like when you said that, Ella, like, how did I respond? I'm like, oh, yeah, how did I respond? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's good. It's good for us to check ourselves and yeah. conversations. And I think it's so true, though. Like we want something like this happens, and we our guard goes up. And yes. so find those safe places once again where you can release, where you can let that guard down. Whether it's in your home with a certain person or people, right? We need those safe places. Yeah. Mm-hmm be able to release because we can't continue on with that ball of stress that we're holding it's not going to be good for our health it's not going to be good for our relationships it's not going to be good for our life and we need that rest both literally and figuratively as well Mm -hmm. like mentally Mm -hmm. and like sorry go ahead Kenny go ahead no, I was I was just having you just made me think of a conversation I had with someone um, last night um, about vulnerability, mm-hmm. and I was thinking as you're talking, Ella, like I feel like maybe that could be the greatest thing that can combat fear, um, mm-hmm. because I feel like we keep so much here and inside here um, that that's what makes it worse. Um, yes. The fear greater, the stress greater. But when you open yourself, because that's what helped me. I mean, I'm like, hey, Candy, pray for me. You know what I'm saying? This was going on. I reached out to some other ladies that I, I meet, well, that uh, we have like pretty much kind of like a, you know, a little community group for my mm-hmm. church. And I said, hey, can y'all pray for me? This is what's going on with me. I almost didn't want to tell them because I was like, I don't want to tell them that. And then, hmm, I don't deal why can't you just tell them what's going on with you i mean why would you not open yourself up to whatever encouragement or help you can get or prayer you can get and i'm telling you i feel like that changed helped me this week like big time was opening myself to let people know what i was going through what was going on right. with me you know? mm. um i mean i did it in a really like s- simple way because <laughs> someone else <laughs> was also like, hey, I'm going to quarantine because, man, I was traveling and blah, blah, blah. And this other person was like, yeah, my sister got it and I was around her. I don't know. So I'm going to quarantine. So I was like, well, I might as well tell everybody that I'm quarantining. What's the big deal? Tell them what you're going through. Quarantine <laughs> 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 is hard, man, to let people know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Even outside of this, like, just that silence. I mean, the enemy wants us to be silent you know, keep everything to yourself um, so that you can just deal with this ball of stress by yourself and just be alone. And that's not the way that God created us. I mean, he created us to have community. Um, That's why he sent Adam, a woman, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. Like we have to have those, those people, like you said, Ella, those safe spaces. So anyone that's questioning, well, why do you, why do you need a safe space to do this? This is why, so that I can share and be vulnerable um, without being judged, without shame, um, so that you can just, you can get over that, that hump that you're feeling, um, and be more present, which is how we want to live our lives, like not rolled up and stressed out because of we're afraid of what people are going to say or think about us. Like, that's so stifling. It's just a stifling way to live. 
and I definitely don't want to live like that. So, you know, I appreciate these safe spaces, like our conversation and conversations and, you know, places that we can go at our churches. I mean, even groups that get together um, for a common purpose, like that's why they get together so that you can feel safe enough to do and share um, what's going on with you. Yeah. Mm. My goodness. Girl, that's, that's an intense week. <laughs> that's an intense week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. Stress is trying to get me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm, mm, mm. I think for a little while, I was really fearful. I think I told you all about this guy that I was walking with my kids, and this guy tried to encourage yeah. us to get in his car. I spent probably after that moment, gosh, something else happened when Ella and I were walking too with our kids. This guy tried to, what did he say? He's like, oh, which one of y'all are single? Which one of y'all are single? We're like, oh my God, are you really trying to do this right now? We both have our kids walking together. We're not trying to have a conversation with you, but you're like pushing yourself, trying to push yourself into our space. Um, and I remember Ella, you saying like, you know, just that I was protected and that God was watching over me. Um, and I had to repeat that to myself, remind myself as I continued to walk home that I don't have to live with this type of fear. Like it was to the point where I didn't want to go anywhere. <laughs> I didn't want to go on another walk because I was afraid of what someone else might say to me with my kids, especially now you know it's not just me like it's my kids too and like what are you what will you do <laughs> to us and so I really had to take some time to to process and rethink like okay do I just need to stay at home no that's not a solution not the solution at all um I need to tap into where my uh strength is coming from and where which is, you know, in my faith, it's in God. And so it doesn't mean like go out and walk into the darkness and the abyss and go for walks, you know, <laughs> in dark, scary places. But like, I don't also don't need to be afraid to go back into the world and enjoy what I was doing previously. So okay. it was Amen. such an icky, icky feeling. Like I felt it in my body so badly, even going to sleep at night, I felt stress in my back and I had migraine headaches mm. about how afraid I was to go for another walk. I felt like anxious. Yeah. Those things are happening, whether it's you know, a fearful situation. I'm or, going out. Oh. I can hear that. Just can you hear me? Now can you know. Yes. Okay. I was just saying like, this is what I feel in my body when I start to feel those things in my body, um, whether it's, you know, a situation or a decision I need to make, I know that's my cue to stop and identify what's happening and really um, engage in conversation with what, 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 what's happening in my head, what's happening in my body so that I can move forward. Um, yes. As I have lived with that for so long, that fight or flight response that I had to, I've had to over the last year and a half train myself 
to respond in a healthy way um, and not go back into the way that I used to respond, which is hide, don't say anything to anyone, um, and just allow my body to just go through these fits of pain um, because I'm scared or operating in fear. So it's been a huge adjustment <laughs> over this, this season to live differently, choose to respond differently. Huge adjustment. Well, we just got a few minutes left. So I have one more question, but I do want to speak briefly on what you just said that a lot of times we have a reaction and there's a difference between a reaction versus a response. The reaction is kind of that gut get a reaction where it's like maybe that initial thing whereas a response has a little more thought and kind of mindfulness or wisdom with it Mm -hmm. and so knowing like moving from reactionary to response Mm -hmm. where we've got an intention we've got some truth behind that response is is really important and so that's great Mm -hmm. that you have been able to kind of reprocess to have a response instead of a reaction Yes. So just a few minutes remaining. So briefly, um, I want to know what would you say is your maybe top one or two fear dispellers? So when you're feeling that fear, what is the, your go-to of how you know you can kind of dispel that fear um, or get to that safe space, whatever that may be, and keep it brief because we only got a few minutes left. <laughs> oh. Well, I can tell you my immediate real quick. Um, I I stop and I take deep breaths and I remind myself I'm not alone. Hmm. And I repeat it over and over and over again. I'm not alone. And I think consciously of the fact that um, because of my faith, I I truly believe that God is in it with me. And therefore, the result is going to have to come out to the best possible outcome. I'm not alone it's going to come out the best possible way this even if it's terrible if there's a horrible thing going on god is with me i'm yeah. gonna make through it i'm not alone and then remind myself of the people i'm surrounded by yeah and remind myself again i'm not alone so mm-hmm. that's, my <clears throat> that's good jen i would agree with you also definitely tap into my faith and look back on how God has brought me through from previous times. And that's my testimony to remind me, okay, this happened before in my life. God can bring me through this as well. Um, And yes, I am not alone. I also have a playlist of songs that I use to, to listen to, to kind of get my mind in a place of, okay, let me, let me praise, let me worship. um, Let me listen to songs like, um, actually that is the name of song. I am not alone. Um, yeah. Based off of Psalm 23, <clears throat> yeah, as that. well as some other artists that I listen to, to get my get myself to a place of like centering, center myself, so yeah. that I can then think better, so that I can respond. So definitely my faith, and then I use my playlists. Often. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I'd say yeah, prayer is a huge one. So faith as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, And then also just like naming whatever it is that I'm feeling. So I used to do it through journaling, but right now I feel like I'm in a stage where in the midst of things, when things come up, I don't exactly have enough time or in the space to journal, but acknowledging to myself or 
to whoever I'm with of like, this is what I'm feeling. And I know it's that fear response. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes taking it that next step, I jump a lot of times to worst case scenario. And so being able to at least give myself a little more balanced thinking of what is the best case scenario of what can happen and helping myself see that there's a whole range of possibilities between those two extremes. And instead of just thinking only about the worst case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I've done a little bit more of that too with, with Wes. Um, even I, I think it, it was hard for me to do initially because sometimes your extreme can sound like, why are you thinking like this? Like, that doesn't seem right. Um, but yeah, I like what you said, Ella, putting a, a voice to it, identifying it and just saying it out loud because yeah, we don't always have our journals right next to us, but that's good to just, call someone or be be next to someone and say this is how I'm feeling that's good too that's great right now I've got <laughs> some of those texts from you <laughs> oh I've had it where I'm like sitting in my car and it's just overwhelming me or starting like I feel like a wave and I just can't collect my thoughts enough on my own to dispel yeah. whatever is going on yeah I'll send next thing i know i'm getting a whole drill Woo! back and i'm like you're right i can do a sitting and agree with you <laughs> just read it and agree sitting it and agree with you sometimes all you can do it's overwhelming yeah cool. it does it just like kind of swallows you up yeah. overtakes you mm-hmm. if you let it, you know. Mm. Oh, that was yeah. a good question, Ella. Thank you. Which just takes me back to the safe. Uh, I think um, I think mm-hmm. you said about people feeling safe. Um, and I think that if we have, I think a huge helper is having safe people. People you know aren't going to judge you, but respond immediately yeah. and help you. So I think that's super helpful because I feel safe. I can, I could text one of y'all. I could uh, hit y'all up and I know like they're going to tell me what I need to know right now in all truth so that I can push through it, you know? Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's good. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. It's so good. Thanks again for listening in with us. We are Brave Avenue Unscripted and we pray your day is filled with love, and the courage to live fearlessly and unashamed. Till next time, be Be brave. brave. Join our community on Instagram and Facebook at Brave Avenue and wherever podcasts are heard.